Welcome, everybody, to episode 20 of the GVG cast, the end of week new show re kickback. We're well, not even new show, just end of week podcast hangout show where we kick back, talk about what we've been playing, what we've been up to, and welcome the weekend together. I'm your host for today, Ash Paulson, and I am joined, as always, by my good friend and GVG co-founder, Derek Bittner, as well as our superstar video editor, Brandon Miracle, and our other superstar, art director, Daniel Alba. Everybody, how's it going? Superstars all around. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Doing well. I, There's a lot I started of my things off. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 it feels like we always say that, like, oh, the weekend's over. Or the weekend's here, the week is over. Thank God, we're all so tired. Which, I guess that's just adulting for you, but uh, I had to start things off with a, a, a fierce wahoo, because I've been playing, of course, the Klonoa Fantasy Reverie Collection, and, or series, excuse me, and uh, I wasn't on GVG Cast last week to talk about it, so I had to bring the Klonoa hype today, and uh, yeah, but we'll get into that later. Uh, Derek, you said you had a lot, a lot on your plate, man. What are you up to? Uh, I mean, the big thing is, of course, the Zen the Zeno uh, series retrospective, which I can confirm that I am finished with the rough draft of that. It's roughly 30 pages, which roughly equals about 90 minutes. I still have to finalize that wow. script and record and get through all that. And I have two weeks until Xenoblade 3 comes out. Oh, dear God. Um, so I'm I'm working to try to get that ready in time and uh all set to go and then uh then i'm going to of course hopefully be able to do a review of xeno 3 obviously did not get it early but uh that'd be the thick my next project is just have a review of xeno 3 because i've done a review of every one of those games not the original uh, xeno xeno but um uh the definitive edition um except for right. torna john took torna i forget why he took torna but he did he did take torna um, okay for that one but we'll have to so. start rolling out the red carpet for you derek <laughs> why yeah i man. didn't know didn't all these movie features over videos. here yeah all oh, right i don't i don't even think about it it's just like oh yeah that's just how long it ended up i i, <laughs> I enjoy the research i enjoy um discovering it all and it's, it's a lot of fun for that and i wanted to say this last week but um th thankfully there's plenty of time to get it done speaking of wahoo ash uh i was <laughs> invited um by a uh, good friend lucas thomas over at uh, nintendo force to review um klonoa dream reverie for nintendo force right which so, was, which is awesome it's a great it's a really cool uh opportunity you got there i'm super happy for you yeah it's it's one of those cool things where I grew up reading gaming magazines and now i get to write in one i mean that's neat yeah and you're, uh, and that was a, a really cool full circle moment for me too. Like I haven't actually done an article for Nintendo Life, but uh, you know, to have us featured, uh, you know, as Good Vibes Gaming, and, and have a little article about us in Nintendo Force. Like you, I grew up reading all these different video game magazines, and that's what you know kind of set me on the career path I ultimately chose. And so to actually be in a game magazine in some way is a really cool full circle moment. So that's super cool, man. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited yeah. for it. Excuse me, just adjusting the, my own thing because I'm like not centered and it's bugging me. I'm running the stream and it's been a while, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, and you're you're a great choice to review that as well because, like me, Derek, you also have a soft spot for for Klonoa. You played the games I, back in the day, yeah. And you and I share that love of Klonoa, so I you're have, a great choice. I actually have Klonoa two on PS two. It is same. It's, that's how I got introduced to the series, and uh, I I love that game. I, it has one of my most memorable. PlayStation 2 moments in it that that uh, moment where you're 
um, hoverboarding and you go over the waterfall and that so giant good. dip on PS2, seeing that for the first time, yeah. I actually felt my stomach like go up into my chest like you do for the roller coasters and mm-hmm. stuff like that or over big hills. And I don't it's know. Cool. It just always stands out. Oh, yeah. Like to this day, and I mentioned this on my uh, Klonoa launch day stream uh, last week at exactly this time, actually. There, like one of my favorite moments in any PS2 game is when you f- first start playing the first stage of Klonoa 2, the Sea of Tears and the music. It's such an atmospheric kind of melancholy opening to a game, which is unusual for a platformer, mm-hmm. especially a really cute mascot platformer. And it's just every time I start Sea of Tears, I just get goosebumps. It's such a, I mean, an atmospheric opening stage. Makes sense after the ending of Klonoa 1. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, well, and we will get more into Klonoa in a little bit, but uh, as always, we do have a sponsor for today's episode, and that, of course, is The Game Orb, who has been supporting us from the very beginning. Uh, the Game Orb is a YouTube channel that brings commentary and gameplay footage from the Nintendo Switch and Xbox Series X gaming systems. While games like Splatoon 2, Sonic Colors Ultimate, and Super Mario 64 can be seen on the channel, along with others, the Game Orb will also now be adding Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu to the gaming collection, so be sure to subscribe to the Game Orb at the link in the description. And uh, also, there are some links that Eddie provided, uh, the Game Orb provided, to some of their favorite videos, so certainly check those out if you could in the description. I'm also, as always, going to pin uh, a link to his channel in chat. And uh, yeah, please go show the game more all the love you can because they really have been supporting us from the very beginning. So mm-hmm. thank you so much, thank you. Eddie, so much. And there we go. Pinned to the chat. And yeah, so uh, going back to Klonoa for a second, I wanted to mention this on, on the cast today. I was playing Klonoa 1 in front of my wife and she she knew that I loved Klonoa, but she doesn't she never really had any exposure to him in the past so she's like oh what's Klonoa about this is pretty cool oh he's so cute this is great well, you know oh wahoo dippity da you know this is great but then <laughs> she sees me play, and I'm not going to spoil anything but then she sees me play the end uh you know the, the ending and finale of Klonoa uh, okay. 1 and she's like the fuck is this <laughs> what in the world am I watching this is traumatic and that's as far as I'll take it. I don't want to spoil anything but uh, you, if you know you know I mean there's even moments before that where it's like like it goes harder oh, than totally. you'd expect. <laughs> oh yeah, and yeah. So she saw the, the ending, and then that other scene. That yeah, you yeah. know what I'm talking about. Oh, and I think she's I do. like, yeah, and and she's like, what? I thought this was supposed to be like really cute. I'm like, well, it is, but it's it kind of like Kirby. It's really cute and really colorful until it isn't, and it gets really dark. So, but I could talk about Clonoa forever. Daniel, Brandon, we've been dominating the conversation. Sorry, guys. What have you been up to? Well, no uh, I I also played a little bit of Clonoa. I am not very far in the first game yet but just hearing that has me very confused <laughs> it I seems so innocent at first steel. right yep just wait just wait something just prepare a, yourself something man. about game, yeah. uh, some certain cute games i swear yeah things happen in clonoa both both games not just one one and two uh so just get ready get ready Ooh. brandon yeah yeah i'm partially <laughs> i'm like i don't know maybe about halfway of the way through clonoa 2 so i've already beaten clonoa 1 at this point and have experienced these uh, events that <laughs> we'll not be speaking of on stream. Yeah. But, um, uh. but yeah, uh, both Brandon and I haven't played Klonoa until very, until this release, haven't we? Uh, just yeah. another 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 tick of things that we share in common for some reason. And uh, <laughs> and it's it's really it's interesting to be introduced to something like this um, years after people have already have such nostalgia for it because like playing it now. Um, it, it's fairly simple 
Like it, it's you only have pretty, mm. essentially one command with the uh, with with the wind ring, and right. uh, with, and then it, that kind of gets expounded on expanded upon when you play the second game because depending on who you grab, you're, you're given more actions depending on your uh, the enemy that you grab. But still, at the same time, like. It's fairly basic, but I, I, I that's fine because I can give this game to like my seven year old little sister, and she can. I, I have confidence that she can play through it, especially with more accessibility options. There's an easier mode now too, that um, uh, that makes it more uh, a lot more possible for people who haven't maybe aren't good at platformers or are just younger gamers, to um to get through a game like this, and I appreciate that as, uh, very much. But um, I, yeah, yeah. I've been hearing from so many people, uh, especially a, bun a bunch of our patrons who are just now discovering Klonoa through the Fantasy Reverie mm -hmm. series. And I'm so happy that a brand new generation of players are discovering these wonderful games because I've been sp I've been trying to preach the gospel of Klonoa for years now, just I like mean, Derek. I'm like, these guys are these old games magazines are did the same as well. Like they was like, yeah. these are great. It's why it's why I picked up Klonoa too. It's just like it use. Mm -hmm. It's one of the best uses of two and a half D, especially Klonoa too. It is. Uh, it, it, it really, really well. is. I was um, very close to buying Klonoa One Remake on Wii because I, I never took picked one that up. That I don't know why I did. Great, you know, it was actually it, it's a decent remake. It's not. It, it just it it made some stylistic changes uh, for compared to the PS One original that I think a lot of fans weren't happy with, myself mm -hmm. included. But it's not a bad game. Like it's still a good remake. It's just I don't think it holds up to the PS One original. Like I think that still. And, and fortunately, some of what they did in the Fantasy Reverie series, uh, you know, kind of hues more closely back to that original instead of the I mean, the they use the ori oh. original uh, recordings. You can hear that PS1 compression. Oh, sure can. Yeah. <laughs> I love that about can. it. They're nice and crunchy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, I Before we move on from this, Daniel, I got to ask, did you um, unlock the challenge level at the end of Klonoa 1 and take that one? I, I did. When you when you when you survive uh, save all six of the I forgot what their names are but in every stage yeah then, yeah and that unlocks yeah um that was fun yeah it, it, <laughs> oh my god it, it shows how you can take a simple concept and just make it right brutal and Clonoa yeah. two has two of those extra levels like challenge levels yeah. so you can look forward to those oh, okay yeah it's kind of like it brings me back to Kirby again where it starts off something that anybody can play but then if you really want that challenge. At the very end, if you've done everything, they'll have that challenge for you. And yeah, I died a lot. I love how they just give you like nine one-up coins in mm -hmm. each checkpoint, just yeah. so that you can freely die several times before you figure out how to how to chain the uh, hopping your, your double jumps over and over. Oh, it was it was yeah. a little painful, but I, we, we, we managed to get through it. <laughs> I just wish great. they had added some sort of use to collecting all the gems. Because yeah, there's, it's there's really no just reason. bragging rights. There's yeah. no reason it's to really. It's hard to collect all the gems. It like, is. When you, when you hit that little fairy that lets you get double, you have to time it so so tightly to get it actually, so that you actually get 150 at the end of the stage. Mm -hmm. It's I, I'm kind of glad there isn't anything for that because I would be pulling my hair out getting all these gems. It is true. Well, in Clonoa 2, there's a scrapbook that you get a page added to for every stage you get all the dream oh, stems yeah. in. I just but saw that you one. can just look that up and it's like i so here, here's what's funny i completely agree and i actually did get all the dreamstones in every stage back on the ps2 but i have a feeling it feels like they tightened the timing for the fairies because it, it i don't remember it being quite that hard back on place so harsh so i think they might have tightened the timing on that because hmm. i don't remember it being that hard so it's really weird but yeah uh, Clearly, we're all talking about this, how hyped we are about Klonoa. If you haven't checked out the Fantasy Reverie series yet, you should do it. There's a demo on every platform. Check out Klonoa for yourself. This is such a special series. And 
apparently it's doing very well. Uh, I mean, it was top of the Steam charts right after its release, and hey, if it does well enough, maybe we'll actually get a proper Klonoa 3. Who knows, right? It I might mean, actually. It, it could, could happen. It, it could happen. Yeah. Uh, I, I do got to ask because I haven't had a chance to talk to him uh, much, but you know, obviously I'm not super into the series or anything, but Brandon, I, I saw you, see you're in the post game of Sunbreak. How was Sunbreak? Did it treat you uh, well? Sun, Sunbreak's fantastic. Um, nice. As a longtime Monster Hunter fan, uh, one of the things I look forward look for most in these games is difficulty. Uh, and, you know, since World, World and Rise were both a lot more welcoming i guess to new players in that regard uh -huh. but they save all the hard junk for the the expansion content and let me tell you once you once you roll credits things get bad <laughs> <laughs> nice uh i i just hit the end of current content in the game uh so now i'm just looking forward to the bevy of updates that are going to be coming out for this over the course of the next year yeah nice um, yeah, they're just gonna keep. I mean, it, Sunbreak's gonna be going for a while, I would imagine. I mean, just Monster Hunter Rise in general just keeps like it keeps. Seems like it keeps getting bigger and better. Yeah, I, they did the same thing with Monster Hunter World. Iceborne right. had content updates for about a year and a half, two years. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. So I think this is just gonna lead us right up until the, you know, Monster Hunter Six, which I assume will be a PS5 game. Sure, that would make that sense. Makes, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, man, you've been having uh, a, a real good time playing that on Twitch as we stretched out the other day. Um, so we're speaking of for everyone listening out there, did you know we have a Twitch? You can catch Ooh. us, me and Brandon, playing on Twitch on games like Monster Hunter. And earlier this week, we played Sonic, oh, we were playing Sonic Origins. We had a really chaotic time playing Sonic 2 and part of Sonic 3 and Knuckles. That was one <laughs> of my evolved. favorite streams that we've done so far. <laughs> That's what, nice. Uh, official GVG on Twitch. We are at 1600 followers. If you Ooh. want to go ahead and give us a follow. We want yeah. to see us grow, and and you might be seeing more of Ash on there soon too, as well. Yeah, so, I'm starting um, to uh, have my, my my stream set up. I'm getting that set up, and so I'll be able to start streaming a little more. And uh, as I did mention, I think the first game I really want to stream, and it's been highly requested, is Omori. And I oh, have right. never played Omori, and I know it's something that I should go in blind, not knowing anything. And I basically don't know much about it, other than it reminds Absolutely. me of Absolutely, which is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do oh, not yeah. get rid of the internet with that game. I, yeah, yeah. I know uh, nothing. I know nothing. I wanted, I wanted to do that with Brandon, but then he beat it in that weekend. So I was like, well. Okay. But, uh, we I was so mad. I had no idea you wanted to do that. I know <laughs> beat it in a day. I, I finally That's got okay. to experience a little bit of Tunic because uh, Amy played that on her Twitch. And, oh, uh, nice. And that was, God, that game looks a lot. It just seems like a lot of fun. Um, oh, it's on my game of the wonderful. year list. Please play wow. <laughs> I, uh... I, I actually got reminded, thanks to Azran here, how did you enjoy Exoprimal, Brandon? Because <laughs> uh, you streamed that as really well. Fun. Uh, it's we, If you were there on Twitch when we were trying to get it to work, we had some problems for an hour, uh, both with you know Steve's computer crashing as well as uh, us being unable to actually get into the into the game because you know it's a network test. Nah. going to happen. But once mm -hmm. we actually got started playing, there is no other feeling that quite matches just spraying bullets at a sea of velociraptors pouring out of a wormhole. It, it looks amazing. Like, it looks like it's great fun. I, I didn't get into the beta. I forgot to sign up for it, so that's mm -hmm. my fault. But I really want to play it with you guys because it looks like it's just a, a riot. <laughs> it's like super absolute, fun. Yeah. My, my only real criticism so far, and this was something that was shared with both uh, me, Steve, as well as uh, 
my roommate Joe who joined us for that stream. Um, it is current the the mode that you can currently play is five v five PVE. So what mm-hmm. you do is you have multiple stages of missions that you complete as a team, uh, and then you have a final mission where you're directly competing against the other team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, one of the final missions you can get, for example, is uh, basically tower control from Splatoon. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but the, the catch here is that if you get to the final mission faster than the other team, you'll end up in that final mission by yourself while the other team catches up. So oh, okay. you could move the tower without any other you know, <laughs> people getting in your way. Oh, uh, wow. our, our main criticism with that is that there was too much of an emphasis on that kind of PvP at the end. And we would like to see a mode that is purely just player versus dinosaur. <laughs> that does seem uh-huh. to be the real fun. PVD. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, to, to answer a quick question from Almada Warrior in our YouTube chat, uh, where's John? John's in bed. It's 1.30 in the morning for him. Uh, but he was on last Steve week. Boy. Yeah, he was on with you two, uh, Brandon and Daniel, last week to do an earlier in the day GVG cast at uh, 12 p.m. Pacific, which is 8 p.m. his time. So... Uh, he is around, but, you know, we don't expect him to be up at 1 a.m. That's not fair to him. He has a family. He has sleep he needs to get. Uh, but he will be back for future GVG casts. Don't worry. And, you know, hey, potentially next week. We don't know exactly what's going on next week, but I know Derek and I have a little news on that front uh, in terms of our own uh, absences next week. You want to talk about what you're doing, Derek? I mean, I've basically already said it. I want to get Zeno, <laughs> Zeno done in time. Yeah. I, I just, you know... Having this extra time, like get out of bed and then spend a few hours just editing and getting stuff and getting stuff done. I mean, the more time I have, the better. Um, time is at a premium, yeah. so just you know, I got to take a step back in order to get stuff done. So right. So you won't be on the show next week, and neither will I, because I am actually headed uh, next Monday. I'm headed to the UK and Ireland for like a week and a half. And I'll still be around. I'll be in our Discord. I'll still be, you know, working on Patreon stuff. But I won't be able to be on the show because I'll be abroad. And essentially, I'm going to, uh, well, our former uh, TNT guest, Aaron Cooper, is like my best friend. And I'm actually his best man for his wedding. And so he's having his bachelor party. And I'm flying over to the UK next week to do that with him. And we're headed to Dublin. And so that's going to be a blast. And then at the same time, uh, the company I work for for my day job is based in the UK. So I'm going to finally get to meet all the rest of my day job coworkers and, you know, have a nice dinner with them or something. But uh, yeah, so I will not be on the show next week either for that reason. But I'll still be around the Discord server and still hanging out. So yeah, but uh, so you know, maybe John will do next week's show with you guys or maybe, you know, Steve might do. It. We're not sure yet. But uh, yeah, so Derek and I will be out, but we'll be back wanted- the following week try to limit how much I do and, until that is done just because you know timing is a good is a good thing with this sort of video yeah oh definitely oh, yeah no definitely yeah need um, to capitalize we <laughs> do have some super chats uh, to read out first off is Aramis Baramis every week man Aramis yeah, Baramis hey wow. you dollars thank you so much you were so incredibly kind uh hey gbg crew here's to another great cast well thank you it's great because you are here and all of you are here this cast would not be great without all of you in the audience so thank you so much for your generosity and we've got scar the dragon with another matchup two dollars thank you scar (laughs) ant dude versus kadikaris you choose and i think this is the (laughs) first time you've pitted two youtubers against each other (laughs) in a fight to the death i guess I 
I don't know their martial abilities. I don't, you know. <laughs> I, I know Caddy tends to be more chaotic and um, fighty in his videos, so I'm going to uh -huh. go Caddy. <laughs> and, and Caddy's, I think, a, a bigger guy. I haven't met Caddy in person, but I've met, you know, Ant Dude in person, and I feel like just based on the, the Caddy videos I've seen, he seems like a bigger guy. So, but then again, you know, Ant Dude could be secretly be a ninja for all we know. I don't know. Maybe he's like... <laughs> A crazy black belt or something so it's hard to say but i'm gonna go with caddy for this one yeah i um i wasn't sure so i so i decided to go to the source um i <laughs> in, in between the time of reading this question and right now i have dm'd both caddy and ant dude uh caddy has yet to respond oh i mean it's 1 30 in the morning he's uk <laughs> well unfortunately uh, i guess I'll we'll find out i'll update I'll, I'll no. you later but ant dude did answer and when i asked him can you take Catechris in a fight? He said, yes. I'll give him oh. saltier American food and dehydrate him first. Oh, nice. That's okay. the fight dirty. <laughs> yeah, that's strategic. I like that strategy. Well, oh, maybe so Ant Dude then. Ant Ant's fighting with uh with, with a little bit more than just his muscle. So Yeah, I don't know. he's crappy. He's got those smarts, man. <laughs> as, as someone who's been in the ring with Ant a few times in various video games, uh, I'm going to uh -huh. have to give it to Ant. <laughs> oh, okay. There we go. I know his power level. Nice, nice. <laughs> Got we gotta get together still, and then still uh, couldn't beat us played... in fortune street <laughs> oh oh no i've never played yeah, like... uh like smash with ant or, or anything we should we gotta have like gotta have like a youtuber smash tournament or video DBG or something DBG versus, yeah. versus maybe DBG versus yeah exactly we get us all together yeah i'm down for it uh wreck bcq with five dollars thank you wreck shiny hunting tepig and pokemon black wish me luck against the oh one out of Oof. 8192 odds dear lord good, good luck. luck wreck that's uh good luck those are some odds those are some I've, odds for sure I've, I've never shiny hunted a starter and that's part of the reason why it just i do not have that many that patience nope i mm. i just if i'm gonna get a shiny it needs to come to me naturally i'm not gonna work my way to it towards it yeah yeah uh our good friend Jaden buck is here five dollars thank you Jaden. crazy question fridays crazy question number 46 if there was danimals flavored coffee would you try it um, i'm the coffee guy i don't like gross. coffee in the first place <laughs> yeah i mean i love coffee and i feel like if i didn't try it people would be like ash what's wrong you know you're the coffee guy try it i would try it i'd probably hate it but i'd try it sure i can count the number of times i've had coffee on my hands so uh probably not <laughs> Uh, that's not to say I dislike coffee. Um, I just don't like warm drinks very much. You know what I'm sure. saying? Ice uh, coffee, man. My yeah. favorite drink of all time. Just do, do the ice coffee thing, man. Mm. Can you get that without sugar? Otherwise, I'm out of luck. <laughs> you can. You can just get okay. ice black coffee. Yeah, just, just drink it black. and. Yeah, black. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, sure that tastes that. real good. Oh, mm. <laughs> oh God. You know, so I don't know. I kind of like black coffee. I, well, but I know, Derek, you hate coffee, though. You're just not a coffee guy. No, I'm not. Yeah, I do like yeah. black coffee. Uh, as, yeah, same. You know, with that being my only real option, I'm very lucky to actually enjoy black coffee. Yeah, nice, nice. <laughs> uh, Blaystar25 with $20. Thank you so much, Blaystar. Hey, GVG, hey, blah, blah, blah. hey, GVG crew, it's my birthday tomorrow, and I wanted Ooh. to send some good vibes your way. Thank you so hey. much for all the hard work you do and for being such positive, kind-hearted people. You're awesome. Well, you're awesome, Blaystar. Yeah, and happy, happy birthday. Almost birthday. Yeah. Early birthday. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, thank you so much That's for awesome. spending some of your pre-birthday time with us. Thank you so much for the kind donation. And we are only as awesome as our audience, and you are awesome as well. So thank you very much, Blaze. And have a great birthday. I hope you can just play lots of video games, eat lots of great food, hang out with friends. Uh, have a great time. Yeah. 
Uh, next is a, a name that I don't recognize. This is great. I love this name. Grown Conk with $5. That's a great name. Thank you. Kirby Dream Buffet has my full attention and already got me craving even more Kirby games, namely ports of the post-Return to Dreamland games. Ooh, hey, switch ports of Triple Deluxe and Please. Planet Robobot? That'd be awesome. I, Planet Robobot on the big screen with headphones, lights off. Dear, oh my god, I can't even. That would be too good. That would be too I, good. I've finally been playing through Planet Robobot, and I now oh. understand. You get yeah. it. You get it. It is oh the god, best so Kirby good. game. It's basically like Kirby. It's like Kirby crossed with Mega Man X Ride Armor. It's like it's awesome. Sorry, Daniel, what were you saying? No, I was just saying I was in that same situation earlier this year. I had to uh, right. e educate myself when we were discussing the Forgotten Land, and yeah, yeah, it's one of my favorite Kirby games, definitely. Uh, Brandon, you if but if you haven't finished it, you have not seen anything yet. It's as good as you know it is right now. Hang on, man. Just hang on to your pants. Cause, okay. Get and and you played Superstar, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Played it on stream. Oh, that's yeah. right. You guys played it on stream. Okay, that's mm -hmm. that's all I'll say about that. I just wanted to make sure you have played Superstar before you finish Planet Robobot. Got to compare reason, those because other people say it's the best. Yeah. I I I claim Planet Robobot is better. You I know claim, what? I I claim Triple Deluxe and Planet Robobot is better, but than Superstar. But that's just me. Yeah. You know what? I used to be on Team Superstar, and it is still in my top three, but I have actually come around. I, I would say Planet Robobot is my number one Kirby game now. As it should Superstar be. Is not, Superstar is number two, and Forgotten Land is number three. But, I mean, I love Superstar, but Planet Robobot just it just barely edges it out. And that, that ending, that final boss battle, oh my god. Brandon, you gotta, you gotta uh, text me when you finish Klonoa 1. Or message me, text me when you finish Clonoa 1 and when you finish Planet Robobot, because i got to hear your raw thoughts, man. <laughs> Will do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Titus Malvolio is back. Our good friend Titus. $5. Thank you so much. If you stream Omori, Ash, try to ignore backseat gamers. Also, it's okay to look up spoiler-free guides to the game's true ending. Thank you for that, because it's I have heard from games. others. Yeah, I've heard that Omori is very much like Undertale, where backseat gamers can really kind of ruin it for you if you don't have the greatest audience. So I'm a little nervous about that. And I did hear that it's best to look up spoiler-free guides to make sure I don't miss the true ending. So thank you for I'll, those. I'll, I'll say this much, Ash. I got the true ending just naturally. Oh, did you? Okay. Uh, I th I'm fairly confident you will, too. Really? Just, just knowing you, I think you will. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Well, then maybe I shouldn't okay. look up any guides. Uh, yeah, okay. My guess is don't be a jerk. <laughs> Which, yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah. That, that shouldn't be too hard for me. So, yeah. okay. Good to know. Uh, well, that's all the Super Chats for now. We'll, of course, read more Super Chats as they come in throughout the show. Um, but we were one thing I do want to point out before we talk about some of the week's news is that we were talking about Klonoa, the Fantasy Reverie series, doing very well uh, sales-wise. Uh, Shredder's Revenge just hit 1 million copies. They, they hit 1 million in a week. 1 I million see, wow. sold in one week, which is that so great That does not surprise me. <laughs> no, but I'm that's so glad... A lot of pizza, a lot of cowabungas, and I just I'm so happy because the game is so freaking good. We are and, so getting DLC. <laughs> oh, totally getting DLC, and it's just I I hope this means that we'll see another TMNT beat him up in the future. Maybe you know who knows what uh, Dadimu and Tribute are going to work on next. I'm personally hoping for an X Men, a new X Men beat him up six players. That that's would be the, so. That's the cool. thing. Will they continue TMNT or will they switch to another? Because there's a lot, of, a lot of nostalgic beat em ups out there. And yeah, I'll say this: if they do another Turtles beat em up, uh, 
I I grew up with the O three show, so I would, that would be cool. take on that. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Honestly, yeah. turtle dimensions or something like that, and have various turtles of you know from the across the all the animated series. You got like each level is in a different style where you have like the classic comic you have the you know the oh, 80s cool. the 03 the you know and, and so forth Jim Just Henson every- animatronics yes yes the <laughs> yeah. movie yeah do it um, absolutely you know, and as Azran points out in our live audience patron chat, uh, that's just sales. Plenty of people uh, are like us and played it on Game Pass, too. So, yeah, yeah, that's just sales. That's not even counting people who played right. it on Game Pass. And, yeah, so I just I couldn't be happier. The game is so good, and it deserves all the success. And I'm just so happy that it hit up $1 million in a week. That's great. So, yeah, I just thought I'd mention that really quick. But, uh, yeah, we do have some, some cool stuff to talk about this week uh, regarding some upcoming games. Uh, one thing, multiverses. Uh, Brandon and Danley, you guys had a really good time with that game during the closed beta, and I got to play a little bit of the closed beta. But now, oh, yes. the open. We now know that the open beta is starting on July 26th with early access starting on the 19th. And I actually already got the email. I got early access. Nice. I'm not gonna, but nice. I'm not going to yeah. be here. I'm going to be in the no. UK. I can't play it. I can't uh, play it. I know. I can't play it. Uh, I, I yeah. I'm going to have my Switch with me, but you know, it's not a Switch game, so. Uh, I unfortunately can't play during the closed period, and I get back the uh, two days after the open beta starts. So unfortunately, I'm going to miss out. Go figure. But yeah, go figure. But uh, I'm uh, really looking for Iron Giant this time. Yeah. Yeah. Iron Giant. Yeah. All the uh, yeah, they're doing a lot with this one. Like all the um, unlocks that you get in the like the battle pass, like they're actually going to carry over onto the actual game this time. Oh, cool. uh, Yeah, it's basically uh, a soft launch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Which... pretty much everybody, yeah, everybody who was participating in the early access alpha, they automatically have access on the early uh, open beta on the nineteenth. Okay. So we're already nice. set for that, and we'll probably Man. be on stream again. <laughs> it hurts nice. not to be able to like be here and play it during the uh, you know the early access because yeah. I really enjoyed what I played of it during the closed beta. And yeah, we saw. I want to play together. more. We haven't played together, and, <laughs> and I will say though, as cool as as Iron Giant being in this game is, I feel like. The fact that Iron Giant keeps showing up in these games, did, did nobody watch the Iron Giant or have an understanding of who this character is? He doesn't want to fight. But he, Stop making the Iron Giant fight, people. Well, but he, he is, does, But he, he gets is, to fight with is, Superman. He's even got the S on. Yeah, but he's I mean, a he's, man. At the same time, he's like he's he's not a like a main attacker. He's like a tank. He, I think he's more of a supportive yeah. role, which which is the whole purpose of multiverses is that it's it's built around two players. So I'm pretty sure That's like true. you want to have one Iron Giant or whatever they have, maybe like increase defenses or something right. to help to, to help support the one that they're with. So I, I I'm I'm waiting to see what it looks like because I'm sure he'll still have some attacks that will like maybe accidentally hurt somebody and, and kill someone else. Who knows? Right. But uh, looking forward to it. See, well, they're pointing like, a just... weapon at him, and now he can't help but attack back. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I just... Oh, man. I, well, I just recently saw uh, Ready Player One uh, on a flight recently, and, and it was enjoyable. I liked it. But the whole mm. time I'm seeing the Iron Giant in it, it, it wasn't great. It was fine. But, like, the uh, you know the Iron Giant's in it, and the whole time I'm like, what? he wouldn't be doing this, though. He's not... He doesn't wreak havoc on things, at least not in his regular nature. I mean, and it stands there. well yeah. for gamers not understanding the, the origins of things and just like it looks cool and we're right. gonna get do it so i guess it fits from that aspect but yeah it's not the iron giant it's a player using him as a skin right? yeah right exactly more or less exactly yeah, yeah. i don't yeah. like that movie but 
you know, you can't explain that away. Mm -hmm. Right. The, uh, the, the thing I'm waiting for still is, I guess, apparently, in a, in a data mine, there were references to the Animaniacs found in, in a multiverse's oh. data mine, and that is what I'm waiting for, man. Give me Yakko, Wacko, and Dot as oh a gosh. combination character. That'd be fun. Done. They're, they're my main. <laughs> if they get in, they are my main for that game. It's done. It's over. Oh, dude, I, like, I just want... I just want Samurai Jack and to have him have, oh, have a, sick. I want his uh, one episode where he's a gangster and he has that whole like like the the whole zoot suit and everything oh, going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Like, awesome. I want that skin on there. That'd be amazing. Wait, you gotta have that skin. You gotta have his you know beard bearded oh. skin from the re, the sixth last season. Uh -huh. and, and and when uh, a character gets KO'd, I want Aku to go Bwah! when he gets when someone gets <laughs> oh, KO'd. It'd be yes. incredible because you can customize those too. Oh, I have. All planned out, guys. And you know, Warner if, Brothers. And Jack can go full Shulk, just you know, fighting his small clothes. <laughs> and if true. the Animaniacs get in, you know that that uh, Yakko's KO sounds got to be good night, everybody. <laughs> like it's got to be that. It's got to be. Oh, um, so many the, fun the things that can tower do. to be the battlefield for that one. Oh, Ooh, totally. that'd be perfect. And yeah. for Samurai Jack, I want uh, Aku's lair because I've always loved the way it looked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everything in that show is so dynamic and artistically made. I could talk about that forever, but that's not that's not this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoa, Jaden Buck. I hadn't heard this. Jaden Buck says apparently we might be we might even be getting Eleven from Stranger Things. That's when, cool. That would not surprise He's me. He's in the leak. Yeah. That would be really cool. And uh, Old Man Jason says Ash controlling his dad. Well, it wouldn't be the first time. I've been playing as Raphael I mean, and Shredder's Revenge, so I'm already controlling him. Great. You're Raw Paulson over here, <laughs> right? And uh, don't worry, Captain Costia. I'm I'm nine nine point nine percent sure Derek meant he doesn't like Ready Player One, not Iron Giant. Yeah, yeah. I I love Iron Giant. I'm talking about yeah, yeah. Ready Player How could One. You hate Iron Giant. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I don't know if I could. That trust movie someone, they will they, make you yeah. cry. <laughs> oh, it'll wreck you, absolutely wreck you. But speaking of things that make that make me cry, I know we all love Naoki Yoshida. I love him. He's great, great guy. But he said something about in a Final Fantasy 16 interview this week that kind of made me go, Ugh. and he said that FF16 doesn't have turn-based combat because that doesn't appeal to younger players. And that seems like a really broad statement oh. to make. I love to, I mean, I'm not a younger player, obviously. I'm old. We're all old to different degrees here. But I don't feel as though turn-based combat in general just doesn't appeal to a, I mean, maybe they have data supporting that, but that just seems so... Such like such a blanket statement. Turn-based combat's great. How many turn-based combat games do you know of right now, Ash? That's there aren't no, there aren't that many. I mean, Live Alive's coming very soon, and uh, you know, Octopath Traveler, of course, DQ Three is coming up. But it's just it hurts. There's I examples, guess, but I... it's not the mo the big modern stuff. You're all you're pointing to retro things, and Dragon Quest right. just stays traditional. Even that might change with twelve. We don't know yet. Um, Man, but for the triple A games. Yes. Um, I'm not saying that FF16 needed to be turn-based or it would be better if it was turn-based, but I just that just bums me out because it, it, it gives me this idea that, that at least for the games that he is in charge of, that Square Enix really don't believe that turn-based combat is viable. And I'm like, but it, but it is. Turn-based combat is still great. It's, it has its place. I'm not so sure he's saying that from the core gamer perspective. Mm -hmm. I, sure. You know, I know, you know, we kids play Fortnite, right? Right. <laughs> like, right. All the kids play Fortnite. It's it's not so limited. So he might be referencing that crowd more so than just your your uh, typical gamer. It also yeah. might be one of those cases where the translation comes across as more inflammatory than it really is. 
No, no, I think I think right. so. And to be and you are right, Daniel. The exact quote is, "I'm from a generation that grew up with command and turn-based RPGs. I think I understand how interesting and immersive it can be. But on the other hand, for the past decade or so, I've seen a quite a number of opinions saying I don't understand the attraction of selecting commands in video games. So he definitely isn't saying that he thinks turn-based combat sucks. He just thinks that's the perspective that younger players have, and maybe he's right. I don't have data in front of me that support that either way. But I, I have, you know, talked to younger players who enjoy turn-based games. So, I don't know. It just seems like a really, really broad statement to make. But you are totally right, Brandon. He's not saying turn-based sucks or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing a lot of Pokemon in chat. And you know what? That's a good example. <laughs> Pokemon's a great example. Yeah. And Bravely Pokemon. Default 2 came out uh, just last year. And is, you know, strictly turn-based. So it's still, you know, it's still getting... Well, they're still out there, but it's just, again, I'm talking, when's the last AAA RPG, JRPG, that had turn-based combat? Honestly, I think it's Lost Persona? Odyssey. Oh, Persona 5. No, Persona 5. DQ11. And Dragon Quest DQ11, 11. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, and Persona 5 as well. But yeah, I, hopefully that, you know, I just, I hope that turn-based doesn't... I've seen that opinion, like, oh, turn-based, you know, battle systems are old hat and they they have no place in modern gaming that is categorically not true dq11 persona 5 they like games like that prove that turn-based can work in a modern context but i digress we also have a couple more super chats um z pat oh sorry no i missed one uh alan wilkinson with two uh, pounds thank you very much alan uh tj omega versus black nerd comedy general knowledge uh i i i'm only never... familiar with black nerd comedy so i go with yeah. that i've been watching yeah, just... black nerd for as long as i've been on youtube so i'll I'll say that as well <laughs> me too i honestly have never heard of yeah. tg omega so for me it's black nerd comedy by default right. what about you daniel i mean yeah i'm in the, i'm in the same house as you all you guys I, i've been loving their videos since for as long as i've been watching um yeah their, their comedy and i love them so i gotta go with them yeah, but you know, no disrespect toward TJ Omega. I'm no, sure they're great. At all. Just not a not a uh, familiar with them. There's a lot of YouTubers uh, out there. That oh, is yeah. sure. so many. Yeah. Those damn YouTubers, right? Like us. Mm. Uh, hey, it's Dingo with five dollars. Thank you very much, Dingo. Uh, I'd look forward to more memes about how much swearing is in Mega Man Battle Network 2's localization once the Legacy <laughs> Collection comes out. Really? Yeah, Battle Network 2 has some. I'll send you a screenshot later, uh, Brandon. But Battle Network 2 has some wild dialogue in it. And if okay. I can find it, if I can find it while we're uh, talking, I'll, I'll just send it to you on the show and just post it in chat. But there's some wild shit in Battle Network 2's localization, and I'll just leave it at that for now. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. Uh, one, we just got a $1.99 from Z Patty. Thank you, Z Patty. Love y'all and the GVG gang, Hap or GV gang. Happy Friday. Well, thank you, Z thank Patty. You. Happy Friday, thank and you. we love you too. Uh, oh man, okay. Zeno Luxcare with five dollars. Thank you. Uh, I think this is supposed to be in Clodo's voice. Uh, Play Clonoa too. I, I am I impressed okay. you could read that. Holy crap! <laughs> I like half read it. It was kind of. I just kind of you know BS my way through it, but I do it like Clodo's right. voice. Yeah, cool, that sounded about right. My God. <laughs> I my secret's out. I'm half Cabot. You yeah. you caught me. I I was trying to keep it a secret. I love the the reactions in chat. Did Ash just start scatting? WTF? The fuck? Yeah. That was great. Uh, thank you, Luxcare. And uh, finally, we have another secret chat from our good friend RecBCQ. Thank you. Five dollars. Uh, I can understand the turn-based game thing, but also Pokemon is right there. Exactly. No, you're totally right. 
And uh, yeah, no, Pokemon's a perfect example of why turn base is still viable today. Uh, oh my God, uh, Lee Arena says, "Now sing it, and you get the lyrics to Stepping Wind." I will not be trying to sing as Klonoa. <laughs> Nobody needs to hear that. Oh no. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for the super chats, everybody. And uh, so one thing I did want to talk about today, I wanted to speculate a little bit. Uh, Nintendo made a tweet uh, earlier this week after the release of Pokemon Puzzle League, right? Yeah, Pokemon Puzzle League on N64 and SO saying more games are coming. Stay tuned. And I want to know what you guys yes. want to see most. What N64 games are you hoping are coming soon to NSO N64? Because I certainly have a list of my own. I will limit it, limit it to two just because I Fair yeah, we could definitely Fair go enough. basically just list every N64 game. Bomberman 64, Mischief Makers. Yeah. Those two are, are two that I really want as well. Absolutely. Diddy Kong Racing. <laughs> Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah, absolutely. What about um, you, Daniel? Well, Barman 64 was definitely one. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but also, uh, Banjo-Tooie is one that I'm hoping to, that we see as well, because uh, I enjoy that more than Banjo-Kazooie. And wow, I, want, okay. I want more people to understand that. <laughs> I will do my best, Daniel. I will play through that game just for you. Tooie <laughs> is not yeah, I'll, I'll, bad. I'll, you just have to, you have to go oh, into it. Tooie's good. A, yeah, you have to go through it for a, through a, in a different mindset, I think. Really, worry, the game I'll, needs I'll, a I'll map. The, uh, I'll, I'll give you the uh, Super Banjo cheat so you can actually tra traverse it a lot faster than the speed. And it makes it a lot I'll better it. because there's a bunch of nothing. I, I would <laughs> say, though, like, I mean, as cool as that would be to have Banjo-Tooie on the service, I agree. If, you're, if you haven't played it, I would really just default to the Xbox version. Like, the Xbox versions of Kazooie and mm. Tooie are so much better. They, you know, they have a locked frame rate. They're just more polished. Um, I mean, you don't lose your jiggies. You don't lose your, yeah, exactly. Well, so, two, you don't have to worry about that either. Your notes. Yeah, two, you don't anyway. But yeah, I like if you're waiting for it to come to NSO, I would just say play two on Xbox now because it's just it's the definitive version. And uh, but you know, it is a great game. If if anything, I would say two maybe suffers from the same issue as and here's the Mega Mention of the day, Mega Man X three where it's it's a great game but it's just a little bit too bloated there's a little bit too much and i think maybe if banjo tooie just scaled it back a little bit and wasn't quite as bloated it would be a little better but i still think it's a great game like it's tooie's great so it sounds like dk64 but maybe not that far <laughs> not yeah. quite that far no dk64 no, no way god damn, i still have nightmares about yeah, collecting it's... colored bananas with specific kongs and, I, oh my god i did it i did it yeah me too me too. You're right, actually. Yeah. yeah com compared to DK64, Tui is a lot more reasonable. <laughs> it's uh, collecting and maybe not in traversal. There's a lot to still explore in those games, and there's a lot of empty spaces. But I still, yeah. I, I'll still stand by it. I don't care what anyone says. I, I, I love Andrew Kazooie as well. I, I love both it. of them. Yeah. But, um, oh, I, I know yeah. this is available on systems now. Uh, but put Glover on there anyway. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, uh huh. Glover. And Alphaline, sure, right. it's actually, uh, you're right, Alphaline, it's the second Mega Mention, excuse me. So I actually got two in there, uh, as Sonic, you said, to make up for being out of town next week. So yeah, got to get that in there. Uh, there for me, go. I really want Wave Race 64. I want it oh so badly mm -hmm. to be on um, like, that launch uh, title. I know. Well, so I want Wave Race 64, and oh, man, I only have two. There's so many more games I want. Uh um, but you guys know oh. me. I'm, you know, one of the Smash guys of the crew. Give us Smash 64 online, baby. 
I'd love to play that online. That's also true. Also, I think Daniel I, only said one, so I'm taking his other one that I just thought of because it's an amazing game and it should be played. Snowboard Kids. Oh, yeah. Well, see, now you said that. I know I said oh. two, but then I'm just going to say it. 1080 degree oh, snowboarding. Just a 1080. 1080. Get you up, and your get sports there, games. <laughs> well, it's really just racing games. Right, it's right. like, it's just, I love the racing games. You know me, I'm not a sports guy, but like, give me those arcade racers, you know? I'm still uh, as the resident uh, cruising fan. I'll take the cruising oh. games. Oh, since we're, talking, USA. since we're talking racers, I didn't say my second. Uh, Lego Racers, where is it? Give it oh, to there me. There you go. I'm still waiting for that. Yeah, it's Daniel and I need to trade. He played Diddy Kong for me. I got to play right. Lego Racers for him. That's true. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll right. get Beetle Adventure Racing. Wow, I hadn't heard that in a while. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no, this is a good idea. Oh, yeah. JG Hayes, the Mario Party trilogy. Yeah, I mean, it would be great to be able to play one, two, or three online. That would be great. Yeah. Um, I know our own uh, top dog wants to see Mega Man 64 on the uh, on the service, which is essentially just kind of a worse port of Mega Man Legends. But hey, it's still Mega Man Legends on Switch in a roundabout way, which would be really cool if it happened. So yeah. that's my opinion for Banjo Tooie. It's still yeah. Tooie on Switch. It's it supposed, yeah, even, even yeah. it's a bad version. <laughs> hey, yeah, go. exactly. Oh, Bolt Mouse after my own heart. Goemon Great Adventure. Goemon is such a the I have I never played the second one, but the first Goemon game for 64 is fantastic. I love that game. Oh, it'd be mm. great. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with it. But uh but yeah, so I guess really the other thing to talk about this week is it's, it's also Nintendo related, but uh they just acquired uh a studio called Animation <laughs> Studio. Ash, I called... love how you're going from news topic to news topic to news topic, avoiding the thing we have on the cover. <laughs> Oh, that's true. Well, yeah, that's a good point, I guess. Yeah, all I'm right. Like, well, we'll show that for We now. only have so much time, and you're going for all these minor <laughs> right. things. I'm like, Ash, my what bad. are you doing? <laughs> you're right. My bad. I'm, I'm we want to talk about Kirby. Let us talk about Kirby. Let's talk about Kirby. Let's talk about Kirby's Dream Buffet. I was going to get to that before we got to the patron topics, but yeah, let's do it. So, <laughs> Kirby, Kirby's Dream Buffet looks amazing, and I can't wait. It's, it's basically... <laughs> Kirby Fall Guys, what essentially seems to be Kirby Fall Guys. Fall Guys, except four player. A little bit of Gormar. Except four race. player, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I I loved. I watched the trailer with my wife the other day, and it's Kirby, and it's Kirby. You know, multiplayer mayhem. On I, I usually don't get into the Kirby spinoff games quite as much, but this one I think will be different for me. What about you guys? I mean, it plays right into your love of Fall Guys, so it, it, it exactly. seems like a mix of Fall Guys, but only four players, but they do fill it out with Waddle Dees. I'm not actually angry, guys. I'm just emphasizing. No, um, no, for sure. No, that's fair. Fair. It took me too long to get to the, to the main topics. That's totally fair. <laughs> um, mix of... Uh, I lost my train of thought. The It's the uh, Gourmet... No, mix of Fall Guys, Gourmet Race, and a little bit of... Um, City trial because of that you're earning stuff for a final challenge at the end. So mm -hmm. pulling from good things. And I, I love that the key art of Kirby is just him with cake all over his face. It's, it's Kirby so being funny. Kirby. It's adorable. It's huge. And there's like a mini game where you have to weigh the most, which I think is hilarious because that plays so well into Kirby into what he does. He's all about food. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, it really, it looks charming as hell and I just want a release date for it. I'm surprised they only summer said mean? summer. Yeah, why? It could come out tomorrow for all we know. It's, it is summer. Yeah, it's just summer. <laughs> it's it's kind of like the whole Calabunga collection thing. Where we know it's coming soon, but we don't know when exactly. 
it, it's coming. And, it has uh, to be August though, because we got Xenoblade in, you know, technically July, Splatoon in September. So there's a wide open August that we can just plop Kirby down there. So mm-hmm. please, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like it could be any day. It feels like one of those things that Nintendo's just going to shadow drop out of nowhere, probably. Uh, I feel like it's going to happen within the next maybe month or two. I don't think we have long to wait, personally. No, no. Sitting here ready to yank Ant Dude right into another GVG verse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is, I, I, Lizard brings up a good question. Do we think it'll be free to play? If you have NSO. It's... Yeah, maybe if you have NSO. That makes That's probably... what I maybe say, yeah. That's that seems about right, but but if yeah. not, what maybe twenty bucks, twenty five, kind of like a Kirby the Fighter situation, probably. Yeah, yeah. I can see like a nineteen ninety nine, twenty four ninety nine type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and, and I mean, there's there's no way they won't have unlockable ball versions of DDD, Meta Knight, Bandana D, probably a bunch of other characters. God. I hope I hope Kirby un- unlockable skins can be just all the Kirby hats throughout the series. Oh, that'd be good too. Yeah, right. Fine. More colors yeah. for Kirby as well. Yeah, because yeah, it. yeah, it essentially seems like like a Kirby's Dream Course type situation where it's taking an existing game type but Kirbyfying it and adding copy abilities and such and just you know adding that wrinkle to the to this existing gameplay archetype. Mm-hmm. And I'm all about that. Like everything is better if it's Kirbyfied. Everything. I don't care yeah, what yeah. it is. Everything's better with Kirby in it. So. Yeah, I really, as I said, I I never really cared about like Kirby Fighters or you know all the other Kirby Battle Royale, like all these other spinoffs. Eh, but this one, man, I, I'm into it. Kirby Fighters. That game's awesome. No, it's actually good. It's, it's, I actually yeah. played it with our friend, uh, our good friend Azran, for a Fight of Founder session months back, and it's actually a lot of fun. I just, were for whatever reason, ignored it, but it's actually great, and it's deeper than you would think. Kirby yeah, games... a lot more than you think. Are never really bad. I can't. I'm, I struggle to think of a bad Kirby game. It's always generally good, but it's you know just a general of like how interested are you, are you in this thing. So, yeah. Yeah, I can't really. I mean, really, the only ones that even approach bad, I would say, are just the ones that don't really stand out in any particular way. Like Star Allies, not a bad game. It's just very safe and doesn't really stand out in any way, right? So, yeah, I can't think of a bad Kirby game really. I agree. Yeah, not really. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that we need to talk about that is on the thumb today, of course, is Bayonetta 3. And that finally got a release date of October 28th. And I watched the trailer uh, before we recorded today because I didn't get a chance to when it was first released. And it is very Bayonetta. It is just uh-huh. what is just insanity. Like, what is even going on in that trailer? And I love Bayonetta 1. I didn't get a chance to play 2. I'm going to do it at some point. Oh, 2 is great. Uh, two is I know. Two, everyone tells me 2 is amazing. And wh- I did play, like, the first maybe hour or so of 2, and I can confirm that the theme song is straight fire. Tomorrow is mine. I love oh, yeah. that song. Oh, my God. And Bayo 3's trailer has a song that reminds me a lot of that. So, I'm loving what I'm seeing of it. And I will say, this is my favorite design of hers. Like, I would say by far. Her hairstyle, her whole look, this is my favorite one. My favorite, like, design of hers. I think I still prefer two a bit, but I do prefer yeah. three over one. Uh, one, okay. I don't like the the bee's nest. I don't, I don't know. I don't think that. <laughs> uh-huh. No Priscilla, Priscilla Presley hair? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good without that. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, think, I think design two is also my favorite, uh, but... That's right here. Three is a pretty close second for me, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
also, that, that's what seems to be the prevailing opinion is Bayo two is still the most popular design. Yeah. I also like, um, I mean, I had that thought and I, I saw everybody else had the same thought as well of, um, the new character of, I believe it's Viola. Yeah. Viola. Uh, she's cool. I love her design. I mean, it's like, Hey, Bayonetta got her own, um, Nero. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say she reminded me of like Nero or Virgil or something. Yeah. yeah. Her, her design is very cool. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. So, and Hey, we get to actually play as her, which yeah, I'm down. I mean, this just looks fun. <laughs> like it I, I, it's hard to say yeah. anything about it because it just looks so fun. It just looks, it looks very Bayonetta when it's, it's just off the wall, ridiculous. And that's what we love about this series. Right. So mm. I do, I, I know Bayo two isn't a particularly long game, so I would really like to try to finish it before three comes out. And I have a little time. You should a little time. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, that also lying in the censored mode, <laughs> so you can yeah. play play in front of your loved ones and not get in trouble. Which is so funny. Yeah, Cheetah Cobra reminds us it's called the naive angel mode, which is hilarious. I love that. It's the uh, in case somebody walks into the room mode. <laughs> yeah, I, pretty much. I saw a comic of Bowser Jr. playing the game and Bowser coming in and like, hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Just that shot of him from that CG animation of him like running up and covering his eyes. <laughs> I love that. And that's for the parental controls, right? Yeah. 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 Parental controls or, hey, I'm in mixed company and they probably don't appreciate this half naked witch on my screen. So probably <laughs> should not have that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nonetheless, this, this game is... Nonetheless, this game is full of queens, and we're all here for it. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Hell. I, did Hell you guys yeah. catch that uh, the callback to the original De- Devil May Cry in it? Uh, I did not. No, I didn't. When that spider boss comes up to her, and she just taunts it and like taps it on its mouth oh, and whatnot. Right. That's straight up against the first that that is. spider boss in De- Devil May Cry. Oh, man. How he interacts. I hadn't thought about that. That's true. Yep. Uh, and by the way, Brandon, I found uh, so I, I tweeted out a screenshot of one of Mega Man Battle Network 2's terrible localization, re- just ridiculous localization lines. And I'm going to po- uh, post it in live audience chat right now. Get ready for this, okay? Boy, oh boy. Right, get ready for this. Here got? we go. This is a this is a real. These are oh, real that. lines. Oh yeah, I know <laughs> that line. I was just I thought oh, okay. it was actual swearing. <laughs> well, there's like there's what? like Saturday mornings, like there's hell and damn stuff like that. Right, right. Not like not like anything more than that. But these are this is real, Brandon. This is not a, a Photoshop. This is not a ROM hack. This was actually in the game. Did anyone proofread this? Right. Oh, Captain Kostya, I, I promise you this is not edited. I promise you from the bottom of my heart this is real and it's actual. ridiculous. I wonder if that'll get changed yeah. in the <laughs> re-release. Hmm. I wonder that that's what my tweet was about. Like I, I was wondering if it's going to get changed for Battle Network Legacy Collection and hmm. who knows. I I'm going to crack up if it isn't though. Like, <laughs> was that oh, translation yeah. or was it artistic vision? That's the question. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh man! Anyway, I, so I wanted to get that out there before I forgot. But yeah, no, uh, Bayo three looks awesome, yeah. and uh, it's wild yeah. to think we've been waiting for five years for this game now. Like, I can't, I, it, I've lost track of time. I didn't realize it was so long ago that it was announced. Yeah, it's it's been that long, and it doesn't feel like it in hindsight. Maybe because I'm not like a hardcore Bayonetta fan, but now that we're here, it doesn't feel as though it's been five years. But during that wait. It was like, when are we going to get more news on this? Every Game Awards, every Direct, we're like, where's Bayo 3? Well, finally coming out. We don't have too long to wait. Yeah, 
Nice little Halloween yeah. game. Uh, let's see here. We do have some more super chats. Oh, um, I have a slight oh. update, actually. Yes, uh, go for it. I have been messaged back by Ked Icarus about his, okay. his thoughts about fighting Ant Dude, and he says, I've been working out. He can try. <laughs> oh, and fighting words. So, like we have a fight on our hands here. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, literally uh, fighting words. Perfect. Yeah. Um, let's see here. We uh, Our good friend Vedron uh, gave us $2. Thank you so much for the super chat, Vedron. Uh, I will be screaming to the heavens now for Klonoa 3. You and me both, my friend. Well, all of us. I think we'd all scream to the heavens for Klonoa 3. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, J 723 with $2. No, Kirby, just Klonoa. <laughs> Referencing my get, taking too long to get to uh, Dream Buffet. And <laughs> when are we going to get to the Kirby factory? <laughs> <laughs> right? Thank you, Toon J. Um, let's see. Mega Beatman, True Blue. Uh, this is Reverie? Reviews, reviews. Okay, it was cut off on the Super Chat list. Mega Beatman, True Blue Reviews. I love this name. $20. Wow. Thank, Thank you. you. Two, actually. We got two oh. $20 Super Ooh. Chats from Mega Beatman. Thank you. First one is, greetings, GVG. First time catching you guys live. With the recent interview out about Sonic Comics writer Ian Flynn working on Sonic Frontiers' story, what do you think about the guy working on the game in general? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I'm I think excited, that's... excited, but we need a story trailer. Yeah, we just need to know more mm-hmm. about what is actually happening in the story. But I think that was one of the things that got us most excited right from the onset, like even before knowing much about Sonic Frontiers, just knowing that he's writing the story got us really excited because he knows Sonic and those Sonic comics are obviously fantastic. And yeah, that was one of the things I was most excited about. And I think you all agree, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I love his work on the Sonic comics. Um, One of the most interesting things he did was he actually tied up the ending of Sonic Underground a long time ago, like maybe 10 years ago now with a comic. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it, it was the closure that I needed long after that, and I, I do trust yeah. Ian Flynn with the uh, with the story. I'm just curious was to see what it looks found? like. Was their mother found? Yeah, <laughs> mother was found. It still hurts my heart though, because like I, my favorite Sonic universe is still the Saturday morning cartoon universe. It Same was here. you know it was continued in the Archie comics yeah. before they you know they had to end because of Ken fucking Penders. And I love that universe, but it's never going to come back. And I you know it's Princess Sally, Antoine, Bunny Rabbit. I just I love those characters, and it just, as much as I love Ian Flynn's work, it just makes me sad that he'll never get to return to that universe, because it's just such a good universe for Sonic. But yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, him working on the game is a very promising sign, and uh, we all do. And uh, your second Super Chat was, hello, it's me again. One more question. What are your thoughts on the IDW Sonic comics, if you've read them? If you haven't, you should check them out. Personally, I think they're great. Have a good night, guys. Well, you have a good night as well. And I have not read them, but I've everybody tells me. I've heard good great. things. I've heard good things, yeah. So I mm. I have utter faith in whatever Ian, Ian Flynn puts his name on. His Mega Man comics were fantastic, and I wish he'd gotten to continue them because they were <sighs> really only, good. He was doing such good build-up for his stuff. Ugh. He's he's really really good at taking a kid friendly property and challenging readers, like not just pandering down to and then making it super safe and super like and coddling the readers, right? He's good at taking kid friendly characters like Sonic and Mega Man and writing not like edgy adults M rated stories, but stories that challenge readers and don't just treat them like babies. And I love that. I- about him i know eggman was trending uh, on twitter recently and i like why is that and it was because of the idw comics apparently 
it's the most threatening Eggman has been in a while because he, he's like oh, yeah? in shadow just has this big old has grin pose. and yes has the that pose that he does <laughs> and just proceeds to kick the crap out of this villain that was trying to replace him oh wow okay i hadn't heard about heard about that okay yeah i, I would love actually to read these comics i don't know when i would ever find the time but i've heard really good things mm-hmm. about them uh let's see a couple more super chats have come in thank you so much uh mm-hmm. first is scar the dragon is back with two dollars what's your favorite catchphrase in video games oh my god there's some go, go, baby. that's a good one that's a good one <laughs> uh i mean one i have to i mean i said this the other day uh when we were celebrating a battle network legacy collection but chuck in mega man execute is one of my favorites what about you guys what are you buying I don't really think about catchphrases too much, but the first one that came to my mind was let's mosey. Oh, let's mosey's good. And of course, I mean, we, I, I opened, too. I opened today's show with another one. Wahoo. I mean, that's, I think that counts. That's, uh, yeah, that's yeah, counts that counts. Yeah. Thank you, Scar. Uh, Annual's rendition of, uh, of Yabu Yabu, I think is up <laughs> on my list. Oh, I want to hear it. You're, you're on, you're on the spot now, Daniel. <laughs> I want to hear it. No, I remember all I said was, what, what did I say, Brandon? That was not very Yabu Yabu of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was very Mario and Luigi. That's so good. Oh, I love it. I hold it um, it made, made Brandon very happy. Our good friend Wreck is back yet again. You're so generous. Thank oh you gosh. so much. Five more dollars. What video game crossover would you love to see? I really want Animal Crossing uh, X Pokemon. Wow, I keep on mentioning Pokemon. I don't know why. Uh, I mean, I've said this many times before, but but Sonic X Mega Man, just I want to see them together. The Blue Bomber and the Blue Blur in a game together would be so cool. We've seen how cool it can be in the comics. Make it a game. I think that would be so sick. What about you guys? Hit Icarus and Kingdom Hearts. Oh, I like it. I mean, Pit is basically kind of Sora anyway, so yeah, that would be friends immediately. Immediately, exactly what I want. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god, yeah. They would be uh, so obnoxiously they would be positive. so obnoxiously positive. I'd I'd love it. Yeah, they'd be great. And cheesy and just yeah. Oh so man. Big, Gosh. It maybe it's too similar, but like um uh F Zero and Star Fox. Just do a crossover that way. I'd love okay. that. Uh, That'd be cool. And uh, that'd be cool. I, I, it's hard to think I, of one on the spot, though. It kind of it like they, really... they kind of hinted that it could happen in one of Star Fox Command's endings, where uh, oh, yeah, Fox and G- Falco retired to, yeah, to join the, the G Zero. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, still... I don't know. Doom and um, um, yeah, some, uh, the one with, I can't blink on the name for, for some reason, but the one with Sir Arthur in it, uh, Ghosts and Goblins. Oh, Ghosts and Goblins. Oh, just so you can one. manhandle okay. all those those things that uh, yeah. cause you issues. <laughs> and Shido Cobra has an interesting one. Kid Icarus and Gravity Rush. That'd be cool. That's an interesting oh. one. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Also, Klonoa and Kirby. We've talked about the, the similarities between Klonoa and Kirby just in general, thematically. Yeah. I think that would be a fun crossover. I see one um, that says uh, Goron Amber saying Mario RPG cross with Dragon Quest. Uh, that gives you a game about taxes and, and building your finances. That's yeah. called Fortune Street. Yep. yep. <laughs> the best um, crossover. Thank you for that, Rick. A great question. Uh, Mike Prehoda with $10. Thank you so much. 
Uh, love the show, GVG, but it's been a difficult day. I made the difficult decision to put my cat Aww. Daisy to sleep earlier today after Aww. 18 years, and I would appreciate some kind of thoughts. Thanks again. Well, we are so sorry for your loss, genuinely. My heart breaks for you. Mm. Uh, it's one of the hardest things anyone can go through, and uh, we're sending you all the love and good vibes we possibly can. Absolutely. Uh, it's just such a hard thing to go through. Uh, yeah, all the, all the love. So sorry yeah. for your loss, Mike. Yeah. Uh, thank you for sharing, you know, some of your time with us, and uh, we hope that the show is bringing you good vibes today because it's just so hard. So, yeah, all the love to you, Mike. Seriously, yeah, we love you. Yeah, take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wyatt, Wyatt Montgomery with four dollars and ninety nine cents. Thank you very much. Got a new German Shepherd Siberian Husky mixed puppy and named him Gannon. Appropriate <laughs> name because he is a little terror with nipping. Wish me luck. LOL. That sounds adorable. Oh boy, Wyatt. Well. Yeah, thank you so much for the super chat, and I love the name. Don't open the door of time with him around. Yeah, you have to give him a little a little Ganon cape when Halloween rolls around. I need to see that. Yeah, (laughs) or something. And uh, and once more, Mike. Seriously, we love you, and and really sorry for your loss. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, we have a couple more super chats, but I'm going to wait until uh, we're closer to the end of the show to read those out. Um, we are basically at the, at the point where we are going to talk about our patron topics. Uh, I, I guess I feel like I should pay lip service to the fact that I almost mentioned that Nintendo acquired an animation studio called Dynamo Pictures and it will now become Nintendo Pictures. And who knows what cool stuff they're going to make. I know we're all excited. We hey, can get into they, they, they did the Pikmin shorts, which were cool. Right, right. They're the Pikmin shorts. And of course, you know, this could be a whole discussion about all the different IPs we want to see animation made out of. But, you know. We're going to hit all the usual ones, Metroid, Star Fox, you know, all yeah. Kirby. I, um, I yeah. do want to squeeze in one other thing. And actually, Lizard just sure. brought it up in a super chat. So I was uh, $2. Have you seen the Genesis Mini 2, Ash? And I have. Of, uh, did you see the new games announced today, at least in Japan? Gives no, I hope. didn't see the new. No, Lun- I didn't. Not today. Lunar is part of it. What? Yes. What? Lunar is part of that the collection, at least in Japan. So I am hoping... Hoping we'll get Lunar in uh, the Mini 2 for the U.S. as well. They're That's doing, wild. Yeah, they're announcing it 10 games at a time. So I don't think I realized wow. they were doing Mega CD games yeah. on the Genesis Mini 2. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Stuff that's okay. not in the original plus Sega CD games. So I'm That is awesome. Just get, get a Sega Saturn Mini. I want a Saturn Mini so badly. Yeah, Saturn deserves like there's so many just hidden gems on the Saturn that have been lost to time that For, deserve to be played. And it also, yeah, as Goran Amber points out, Shiny Force CD re-release is huge. And Lunar, yes, wow. Lunar the Silver Star Story and actually might even be I think I heard Lunar 2 might be part of it as well. See, that's really cool because I only ever played the remakes on PS1. I, I never have the remakes, the... but I haven't got a chance to uh, go through them other like a little bit. But I love what I played. No, they're great. And uh, yeah, so I, I played through Lunar 1 and 2 on PS1 in their entirety, and I love them. And I immediately saw why they're such beloved games, but I never got to play the original version. So that's really... See, here I was thinking I wasn't going to get a Genesis Mini 2, but if those make it over to uh-huh. the Western release, I might have to get it. I, I was thinking like, ah, it's just another mini console, but there's actually some really good things that are not part of collections most of the time. Yeah. Man, that's that's really exciting. Well, yeah, no, thank you for bringing that up, Lizard, in your super chat. And I guess since we answered that, we should just go ahead and answer the others that have come in. Uh, Jacob Tucker with $5. Thank you very much. Hey, GVG, hope you're having a great day. Question, do you plan to eventually get guests for GVG Cast the same way you did for today's news tonight? And that's a great question. Uh, yes, 
that is something that we want to do, or we want to find some way to get guests back on the channel again, because one of my favorite things about TNT was getting a diverse lineup of guests that, you know, we are very keenly aware of the fact that we're essentially a bunch of white guys, and we don't want just that perspective on Good Vibes Gaming. The whole point of TNT was to get diverse guests onto the show, and while GVG cast is a bit different in the nature of what kind of show it is, I have been actively thinking about ways to get guests back on the channel because that is really important to all of us. And so I, mean, I don't know if it'll really should yeah. just invite them on. I guess it really comes to we're just chatting. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And so I guess it's, it's a kind of a, uh, a, a balancing act, right? Because we did get some complaints about TNT that, you know, people wanted to, you know, we, we, people thought that guests were too much of a focus and that they wanted to hear more from us but then there are more there are other people saying no we want more guests and you know we want more diversity on the channel and i agree with you so yes that is that is in the works uh it may not specifically be gvg cast it might be but that is top of my mind and i wanted to definitely make sure you know that because i agree with you we want to get guests back on the channel so thank you for that jacob uh next is grown conk grown conk is back with five more dollars random shout out to mark haynes creator of super mario brothers z here's to hoping the reboot does well wow that brings me back mm -hmm. i have not heard super mario brothers z in a while i love that series you know in the early youtube days that has I guess inspired it, yeah. so many sprite animations right? in the oh same god style. yeah and, yeah, and uh, I didn't know there was a reboot. That's cool. Reboot episode one and two was the most recent one. I think episode two reboot came out last year. But their yeah. Twitter, I believe, has disappeared since then. Hmm. And I don't know what the state of the series is right now. But they're, they're still fantastic works of art, all of them. They're so good. A lot of love. Yeah. No, that's I had not heard about there being a reboot. I got to check this out. So thank you for that, Grown Conk. Mm -hmm. And again, love your name. And thank you for the <laughs> super chat. Uh, all right. Well, we have reached that point in the show, and that point, of course, is uh, the point at which we talk about topics and answer questions suggested by our patrons at the producers here and above. And if you want to find out more about how you can get in on that action, head on over to patreon.com slash gvgaming and check us out over there. But for now, Daniel, you look like you're ready to just jump, man. Do you want to go first? <laughs> sure. All right. Um, go for it. My topic is from Blazestar25 saying... Last year, Skyward Sword actually released on my birthday. I played it for the first time and absolutely loved it. Have you ever had a game you were looking forward to release on or close to your birthday? And do you have any special memories associated with it? Um, for me, the, the one game that's released closest to my birthday uh, in recent memory is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. <laughs> oh my nice. gosh. Um, I, that, my birthday is December 9th, and um, the game came out the same uh night as the game awards for that year and um i was in disney world at the time oh, I, no. I wasn't even home i wasn't home i was watching the game awards from a hotel and uh i had my my switch connected to the shoddy wi-fi you would get just waiting to see hopefully that it's going to come out and that's of course that's the same night like half an hour before release that you, we were told that joker was going to be the first DLC character in Smash. And that blew my mind because yeah. at, at, at that point in time, like Persona 5 was getting traction, but I never thought it was popular enough to be included in Smash Brothers as like a side series to the actual Shin Megami, Ten Shin Megami Tensei series. And that's when that, that popularity kicked off really hard. And uh, it was just a really funny thing. I, I was there with other people. I was discussing like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening to people who were kind of in the know of games and kind of weren't. So I kind of was just... I need I needed some kind of outlet because I didn't know these guys yet, <laughs> but right. um, that was that was 
such an amazing time and just you know playing that game for the first time in a hotel room is is a weird experience because <laughs> there's like people trying to sleep around you and i'm trying to play this game and i'm logging characters playing world of light and having a good time and uh yeah it was it was just it was an interesting experience a very unique one but i'll always remember it for that hmm man uh, i'm trying to think of games that came out around my birthday i i'm having a hard time <sighs> you you guys well, yeah you guys keep going because i'm still trying to find <laughs> one that came out uh, near my birthday what about so you, Brandon? i've i've got one uh <laughs> but it was released four years before I was born, and it's the only one I can think of. So I'm just okay. gonna say Super Mario Brothers three came out on my birth er, on my birthday four nice. years before I was born. <laughs> nice. Well, there you go. I that there works. you go. This still counts. Yeah. The, the funny thing is, I'm seeing games that I wasn't hyped for, but I still really enjoyed. Like um, Hades came out on my birthday. Delta Rune Chapter oh, two nice. came out on my birthday. I didn't oh, really wow. have any like like. Like oh my gosh I can't wait to play type uh, feeling around them because I didn't know any better, um, <laughs> yeah. but yeah there's obviously big games. Um, this year was supposed to be Xeno be supposed to be Xenoblade, but that got pushed up, so it's not around oh, my man. birthday anymore. Darn that, that you know, I have to play it earlier. What a shame. Yeah, <laughs> what a shame. Um, okay, I thought of one, and it's the most obvious one. I think this counts, because I actually did get it for my birthday. It actually came out a, a month before my birthday, on August 11th, 1995. But I got it for my birthday, and it ended up being my favorite game of all time to this day. And that's Chrono Trigger. I mean, oh, wow. that's a huge one for me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not, it is a month before my birthday. But I still think it counts, because I got it for my birthday, it came out kind of around it, and it, is, it ended up being such an incredibly influential game for me. So, Chrono Trigger, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I still remember playing it on my birthday. I, I have to point out Twilord saying, uh, sounds like you came out on Mario Brothers 3's birthday. And I'm sure <laughs> you're very happy about that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Brandon's release date. <laughs> Brandon's release date. Uh, yeah, interestingly enough, uh, this year, Dragon Quest Treasures comes out right on my birthday. So I should be excited for that yeah, one. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Very nice. That's a good one. Very nice. Well, thank you for that awesome question, and uh, we all we all got to answer correct. I want to make sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Brandon, why don't you take us uh, take the the next slot, man? Sure. This comes from feeling dreepy. Are there any games that you consider your favorite games that you won't play again because you enjoyed it so much at the time that you first played it, and you believe another playthrough could ruin the original opinion you had of it? Uh, I don't have one that necessarily exactly fits what you're saying here, but I can think of a couple games that I can never play again. Uh, one of them is The Outer Wilds. Uh, hmm. That is a game you can only ever play once. Really? Because Yes, and yeah, I, I won't say this. any more than that. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, okay. I've been requested to play that on my Twitch. Eventually, it's farther down the line, but now I'm curious. <laughs> it's a fantastic hmm. game. Uh, you know what? I'll just leave it at that one. Do you? Do any of you have any games that fit that kind of niche <laughs> i i'm not Man. afraid of playing it again because I, i'm afraid it would ruin the experience but just i needed to give it a lot of time because if i to come back to it because the experience is so linear and once you figure it out you've figured it out so i needed time to forget and that's professor layton i love oh. the professor layton games mm. but you play it and you've got to replay it. And you're like, well, I know these answers now. So I need to have time to like, Oh wait, how do I do that again? And th then you can actually, um, 
enjoy it. And I guess it goes for uh, Outer Wilds most is visual very novels. similar in yeah. that regard. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can think of a game that apply that like that would apply for me. I I don't know that there's a game that I wouldn't I mean there are games that I wouldn't want to play through again just because the general I guess sense of discovery has worn off, but I don't know specifically mm. that there are any that yeah. I wouldn't want to play again just because I enjoyed it so much. I that I would be I'd be afraid that it'd be ruined. Like I probably wouldn't play the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles again because I know the story and it's such a long beefy game, but it's not because I loved it so much that I'm afraid it wouldn't hold up. So I honestly don't know if there are any games that apply Becca to me. That actually for. brings up a pretty good one, Goldeneye, because you know, you do have those games that you really loved as a kid, but the you, you've moved on from the controls and Yeah, that's a good one. That's mm -hmm. true. I guess I, I do remember, uh, I, I recall at a party I went to a few years ago, there was an N64 set up, and we were, uh, they were playing multiplayer Cruising USA. And of course, at the time, it was mind-blowing, the visuals. But then when I, when I went back to play it at this party, I was like, oh my god, this game is literally running at like 8 frames per second. How Not did we ever good. play it back <laughs> in the day? So I guess maybe by default, because I had that experience... Cruise in USA, the N64 version is probably better left in my memories than it is, you know, going back to today. So, mm. yeah, I'll say Cruise in USA is because, and I, I loved that game as a kid. Like, I 100% in it, got all the cars, did everything in that game. I couldn't put it down, but it didn't hold up when I played it at that party. So, I'll, I'll, I'll go with Cruise in USA. Okay. Yeah. God. Oh, man. I, I keep, my mind, my mind keeps going back to like different JRPGs that I played, but a lot of the games that I, enjoy playing i enjoy playing them as much as i did but i i, I would be fine going back and playing them again mm -hmm. and then i think of uh it's not that i it's not that i enjoyed it a lot but i think one of the one games that i probably wouldn't go back and play again would be um i it's, it's, a, it's a tales game uh tales of the legendia so uh -huh. this game was not made by the, the the same core tales series uh creators that did like the one that around is the, the closest one around it released is tales of the abyss so tales of the abyss symphony and mystery were all our team but a different team project malefest worked on tales of legendia and it plays like an older tales game honestly like the battle system is more 2d linear it's like like, like tales of fantasia or tales of destiny um and, and the weirdest thing about this game is when you roll credits, when you beat the game, you roll credits, um, you can keep playing the game. And there's like, it's it's more so, more or less like three-fourths to like like two-thirds of the game instead. And you can play all these different like characters, character stories instead. And um, all, all the characters in your party, they have their own unique like storyline. And there's no voice acting. All the voice acting stops. There's no more voice acting after this point in the game. I heard about this. Battles. That's really yeah. weird. Yeah. It's, it's very strange. And then when you get to the final character story, then the, the story really wraps up. Like, there's an actual, like, ending ending to the story. And it's just a really strange way that they structured it. If they remade it in some sort of uh, a more modern fashion, I would gladly play it again. Because that game has the best music of any Tales game ever. And, and probably mm -hmm. some of the best soundtracks. Because Ghostina is a fantastic composer. But, um... Mm -hmm. I don't think I could play that game again in the state that it is right now, just because of all these factors. Sure. Makes sense. So, Makes sense. so yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, cool. Thank you for that question. That was awesome. And we still have two more. Uh, I usually go last. So Derek, you go ahead and uh, take the next one, man. All right. Mine comes from Moon Knight saying, 
Uh, what's a game you played for hours and hours when you were a kid on summer vacation? I remember one time I got, I got kind of far on Halo Reach and once Gears 3, I got uh, level 100 and got the reboot to have a special star or something. My God. Um, man, I miss those days where you could just sit down and just play a game for hours and hours and not have to worry about anything else. That was that was yeah. nice. Um Honestly, the one I think about the most just because of a mishap that kind of forced me to play it that much uh, is the original Final Fantasy VII. Um, and I might have told the story before. I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, it was my first RPG playing through it. And I make it all the way to the third disc. Just have to enter, you know, the northern crater. And um, my memory card corrupted. <laughs> Lost oh, it all. No. <laughs> Oh, and no. nowadays I'd be like, well, guess I'm never finishing this game. But back in yeah. back in those days, I'm like, ah, screw it. I'm going to replay because I'm loving this game so much. And hey, I'll know what I'm doing better this time. And I met, picked up all the, uh, the the summon material that I missed the first time, most notably Ramu, because I he's tucked in that corner after the Chocobo race, which is sucks. And yeah. just, I mean blew through it again actually know what i'm doing and i just had even as good of a time so i played through final fantasy 7 twice no it's not actually it might have been not mad cats but it might have been a third party one but not not mad cats at least um but yeah it's i played through final fantasy 7 twice in a summer by, wow by okay <laughs> wow not, yeah I, it's funny that this isn't strictly summer related, but that happened to me with, and I may have mentioned this before, but with Final Fantasy VIII, not quite the same thing, but uh, my buddy who I was playing uh, playing FF8 concurrently with at the time uh, deleted my save file by accident because he had come uh. over to play the game, and he deleted my save file by accident, and we were both at the end of disc one, so he was like, oh, dude, just play my file, no worries, and I'm like, oh, I guess maybe, so I loaded up his file, and he had named his squall Antonio, and his name, his name was Anthony, and I'm like, dude, there's no way in hell... I am playing through the rest of FF8 with Squall named Antonio. Squall, I, I can't rename characters my first time through a game. No, that I can't like do it either. Spin to me. No, so I, I, and I had missed Siren anyway, because you got to draw Siren from the first boss. And so I'm like, you know what? I missed Siren. I'll just start over. And I was much happier doing that. But anyway, you asked about Summer. Um, Chrono Cross is one, because mm. I had played and replayed Chrono Cross. I, I'm obsessed with the Chrono series. I, obviously, as, as I said, Trigger is my favorite game of all time. And uh, so Chrono Cross, one summer, I played and replayed it because I was actually researching the story and I was like typing stuff down. It was the nerdiest thing you could ever do. But I was basically having a working document trying to make sense of all the ridiculous crap that happens in Chrono Cross's story. And for one brief, beautiful moment, it all came together for me and everything. You had that epiphany. <laughs> I had an epiphany. It was great. And I still wish I had the document now. I don't. It, it was from an old computer. I don't still have like all that old stuff. But yeah, I spent one summer absolutely covered up in Chrono Cross, just playing through the game multiple times, getting all the characters you know, writing down dates and, and data from the story and just trying to make sense of it all. And man, I miss when I had that much time. Yeah. <laughs> I miss that so much. Uh, yeah, so that would be mine, is, is Chrono Cross. I, I, I love how we, most all of us have a story with Final Fantasy and restarting the game, because uh, just a brief tangent, uh, Final Fantasy VIII, for me as well, oh uh, I, I, had, I got the actual... I still have the the glass case with the actual disc that I played on my PS2 back in the day, and um, they weren't perfect. <laughs> and so 
when I got to the end of disc three, I think it's a it's one of those FMV scenes where they're in space and so oh no spoilers they're in space. Uh, when when it's loading, it's the part where it stops and it can't load anymore. You can hear the the PS2 trying to do it. But I, no matter how many times I restart it, it can't finish the cutscene. Oh, no. <laughs> so I oh, have no. to restart the game. I, I ended up getting in on the PS3 classics uh, so that that wouldn't happen. But I, I ended up having to play that game all over again uh, from that point because I had to know oh, what would happen awful. from this point. I'm, t- I'm too deep in at this point. So that, that, that happened. Oh, that uh, as for an actual answer, as for an actual quick answer, uh, I, I remember spending a long summer playing Sonic Adventure 2 Battle for the GameCube. Getting all the emblems in that game, all like you, 120 You wanted your Green emblems. Hill Zone. <laughs> I, wanted yeah. that, I didn't know that was going to be a, a thing because that was before the information age that we are so saturated in now. I didn't know that was actually going to happen. Oh, okay. And um, I, that includes doing all the Chow Garden stuff, which can take a long time, which I enjoyed anyways. But that was a major, like, like big chunk of time for that as well. But at the end of it, I unlocked Green Hill Zone and I was the happiest child ever because <laughs> uh, I I love Sonic One Two Three on Genesis and I was just like oh my god this is incredible. And that was a really it. cool implementation of Green Hill Zone too. Mm. Oh my god! Yeah. The when the stage starts you're in the same perspective and like it's a two D platformer and then it shifts as you start it's moving. So it's so cool. So good. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, well, thank you, Moon Knight, for that question. Well, what about, and of, uh, do we have Brandon? Oh, I'm sorry. My bad, Brandon. I thought you had already answered. Sorry, man. Oh no. Uh, so the it. summer Monster Hunter Tri came out. That was the first game in the series I purchased, thanks to Nintendo Power. I wouldn't have. Nice. It. I wouldn't have done it without you and Ironbeard McAuliffe. The uh, in all of those TV ads for that huge marketing campaign they did here. Um, my friend, my best friend Paul and I. Uh, I think one of the first days we got online and played together. We got online uh, as soon as we woke up and didn't stop playing until it was time to go to sleep. I think we played for 14 straight hours, mm-hmm. uh, and we didn't know what we were doing. Like, this was just complete, like, brain-dead, ooh, look, shiny <laughs> item, big monster, bonk on head with hammer. Um, uh-huh. uh, but it's it's one of my most treasured memories, because without that, I probably wouldn't be playing the games today. Well, and, and you are the Monster Hunter guy. Like, Monster Hunter yeah. is such a huge part of your life, mm-hmm. or your yeah. gaming life, at least, yeah. No, Very it's cool. a huge part of my life. You can just say that. Just in general. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I didn't want to make any assumptions about it. It is your life. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But uh, yeah, these are yeah, great questions this week. Thank you, everybody. Uh, all right. Well, I will bring us out uh, with my patron topic, uh, which comes from Luxcare. Luxcare? Luxcar? I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. Uh, since Bandai Namco has hit it out of the park with the Klonoa Fantasy Reverie series, which dormant IP, not just from Bandai Namco, do you want their past games in a collection? Uh, I personally want a Xenosaga trilogy collection, which yes, Lux Care, I agree with you. Mm. Give us a Xenosaga trilogy trilogy collection. Um, but the one that I would pick, and this is actually I, I limited it to Bandai Namco. I know you said technically it could be anything, um, but there are other Bandai Namco series that I feel deserve some collection love. Soul Calibur is one of them. Soul Calibur, I would love to play all the old Soul Calibur games. Uh, Katamari is another one. I feel like a lot of the very specific Katamari sequels have been stuck on their respective platforms, and I'd love to see a proper collection of Katamari. But, and I think you all know, those of you who know me know where I'm going with this. I've said for a long time that I want Ridge Racer 8, but if we can't get that, 
just collect all the old Ridge Racer games, man, or even some of them. Like a Ridge Racer Classics, like 1 through 5, include Rave Racer in there, but Ridge Racer is still, to this day, what, like my favorite arcade racing game series. Bandai Namco haven't given it any love for years and years, way back since the PS3's launch, really. I don't really count like Ridge Racer Unbounded and all those like spinoffs. Like, give me a proper numbered sequel. And the last one that happened was Ridge Racer 7 back at the PS3's launch. So... Yeah, man, I want a, a proper collection of all the classic Ridge Racers. Uh, because I didn't really get to play a lot of the older ones. And I know, like, Ridge Racer 4 is one of the most popular ones. I never got to play it. Bring back those fantastic old-school arcade racers, Bondi Namco. I'll buy them. I, I want to give you money. I'm throwing money at the screen right now. You can't see it, but it's there. Um, but yeah, Ridge Racer it would be my answer. But what about you? And I agree with you again, Lux here, Xenosaga. But what about you guys? Um... Should I go next or I guess, uh, cause mine's, I, yeah. I, I love the Xenosaga idea, but I'm going to go elaborate on that and actually go for something I wish they would do, but man, it's, it's such a good value that it would never happen. I want a square PS one RPG collection. Oh, give us, yes. or just their oh, PS one classics collection from them. Einhander, Xenogears, Parasite Eve, Brave Fensu Musashi, Air Guys, oh, yeah. Chocobo Racing, um, just so many. Legend of Mana, Threads of Fate, uh, Vagrant Story. There are so many fantastic games from Square on the PlayStation. Yes. Absolutely. Put them in a collection. And they could do it. You could just straight port them. I would buy that in a heartbeat. And there are so many that you just listed off. They could do it as an anthology, like Square Enix PS1 Classics Volume 1. Mm. Then Volume 2, there's so many they could collect and so many great games. I love that idea, Derek. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I don't have a ton of experience with this series, but just because it came out on NSO in Japan recently, I think it'd be neat if we got a re-release collection of the custom Robo games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think there's isn't there one on DS Custom Robo Arena I think yes yes uh, yeah it'd just be nice to have those a little bit more accessible um, and you know the entries that didn't come out in the US could could stand to be localized yeah that's a good one I, I never really got I never played the Custom Robo games but I know they're beloved and uh, yeah I'd love to check them out myself in a, in a compilation yeah be cool uh, what about you Daniel. I'm trying to think of one. I, I think I misread the question and then I didn't realize it was meant to be a collection. So I'm like, uh, um, I mean, help you, me out, guys. What, I mean, what else can we get? A Tales of a Collection. Sex. A tale, there you go. A Tales I of guess, Collection. Yeah, you know, there's the uh, older Tales games that we don't have any kind of um, um, way to play in any other easy capacity, which is like Tales of Destiny, Tales of Eternia, Tales of Destiny 2, which is hell to, to get straight because... In America, Tales of Destiny 2 is actually Tales of Eternia in Japan, but they couldn't use Eternia here because it was used for like some kind of toy brand, I think. Eternia it, wasn't able to be used. It's because so of um, to... He-Man. Yeah, it was He-Man. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, he so, so they had to call Tales of Eternia Tales of Destiny 2, which isn't the sequel of Tales of Destiny 1, but then they actually made it Tales of Destiny 2 in Japan, which makes uh -oh. it even more confusing. So oh, it's, it's a whole naming, it's a whole naming oh, uh, debauchery no. that's happening during these. So it, I, I would love to just get like those old classics honestly um the pretty much every tales game has like a, 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 a some kind of enhanced version that's re-released afterwards like on the psx or psp 
Um, so having those versions as well would be just as uh, appreciated because they've added so much more. Um, it, it's kind of like they, it's, Tales tends to do like the whole final mix version for like Kingdom Hearts, for example, for, mm-hmm. for most of these games. So it would be great to have those on some kind of modern console as well because Switch and other modern, Switch is the only one that has a single Tales game on it, Tales of Vesperia, which isn't even a new Tales game. Right. Uh, hmm. Arise is, and even on other consoles like PS5, PS4, um, there's still only so many Tales games you can play, like Cesaria, Berseria, but still, like, there's still so many other ones that are in the series, like the Exilia 1 and 2, Graces, those three are on PS3. Um, yeah, there's just there's a lot they could do with that, honestly, but I would love the older ones from Fantasia, Destiny, Eternia. Those would be a good collection to have. Nice. Yeah, so, I saved myself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There are some great ideas in YouTube chat. Bolt Mouse X says Goemon Collection, Master Pikachu 95, Bomberman Collection. Hell yeah. Uh, DGC Ooh. Golden Sun Collection, and Purity Chalice, a Versus Series Collection. Even just a Marvel versus Capcom Collection would be pretty cool, I think. But yeah, yeah. a whole Versus Series Collection. There's so many they could do. Um, it, it's funny, before they announced Calabunga Collection, I would have said a TMNT Collection, but that's happening. So that's already, there you go. Yeah. Congratulations. Exactly. Uh, thank you, uh, everyone, for those awesome questions. And once again, if you want to find out uh, more about how you can suggest topics for us to discuss on future GVG casts, head on over to patreon.com slash gvgaming and check out all the different tiers we offer there. But this is a perk specifically reserved for our patrons at the producer tier and above. And with that said, uh, we have a few more super chats I'm going to read out, and then we are going to head on to our patron-exclusive post-show. Uh, so first we have Scar the Dragon is back again with two more dollars. Thank you. Thank I want you. to see Mario and Sonic X Kingdom Hearts. That might be too much, too much cool in one <laughs> thing, man. I don't know if I could handle all that. Mushroom Mario, Kingdom Hearts Zone. And Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> oh god. That would be really cool, but I don't know if I could handle it, man. That would be amazing though. Uh Tommy Dianoth's archives. I haven't seen your name in a while. Thank you so much with five Canadian dollars. Uh, why would Ariana Grande be put in Fortnite when, when she should have been in Final Fantasy XIV instead? Missed opportunity there, if you ask me. Well, wasn't she in, like, Brave Exvius or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she was. She was in Brave Exvius, which was so weird. But, yeah, total missed opportunity. She, she should have been in fourteen. Um, Jared Helder with five Canadian dollars. Thank you, Jared. It's my birthday on Monday, and Rocket hey. League came out on that day in 2016. Do you think we will ever get a sequel or spinoff for Rocket League? Well, first of all, happy almost birthday. Uh, and Rocket League is amazing, by the way. I just uh, played that for a Fight of Founders session with both Goron, Amber, and Becca. We had a lot of fun. Um, well, they did do a spinoff, right? Rocket League Sideswipe came out yep. like months ago, and I, apparently it's really good. I haven't played it because I don't really play mobile games, but apparently it's great from what I understand. So there is already a spinoff, but yeah. Just uh, We just got to wait for the pattern to continue and wait for when uh, Kirby does his spinoff of Rocket League instead, and he becomes the ball. Oh, my God. Rocket. Oh, there we go. <laughs> that could I, be so everybody's, cool. Everybody's DDD and does, using their hammers to knock around <laughs> oh the bigger Kirby ball. That sounds Kirby. amazing. Or, like, would... your car, your cars can get a copy ability, so you can, like, swipe or, or leave a trail of fire. Or have oh, it's all Kirby. It's all Kirby's. Various colored Kirby's. Kirby's. Yeah, there you go. Nintendo Kirby Planet Rocket League. Yeah. Nintendo, I know you're watching. I know you watch GVG Cast every week, Nintendo. I so I hope you're taking notes because that sounds amazing. Those are free wow. ideas. Yeah, free ideas. <laughs> uh, all right, and then uh, we're closing things out with our good friend Goron Amber with ten dollars. Thank you, Amber. Uh, my story is with Final Fantasy One on the NES. I was near the end of the game, but my brother didn't realize this, and he accidentally wiped my file. Oh. I still put the cartridge back in, started over, and finished it, which wow. is. 
That is Fair. no mean feat with FF1 because that can be brutally difficult. Uh, if you know, I know you're an expert on FF1, Amber, but if you don't know what you're doing, that game can be really punishing. Uh, so good on you for going right back in and finishing it. And with that, that is our last Super Chat for the day, which means we have reached the end of Episode 20 of the GVG cast. But I do have some breaking news. Uh, Steve likes to post or talk about breaking news during the show. Uh, it turns out uh, one of our, well, our good friend John Cartwright, his latest video is going to go up on the channel at 7 p.m., which is about, or 7 p.m. Pacific, which is 17 minutes from now. So those of you who are ready for your next dose of the incredible John Cartwright, get ready because his video, his next video is going to be up on the channel at 7. And uh, he is talking about pers uh, how Persona 3 has been remastered by fans uh, to be its best version ever. So uh, if you're a Persona fan especially, look forward to that. Uh, John kicked ass on this video as he always does. So... 7 p.m. Pacific going up during the post show, which we're about to go do. With that said, we are at the end of the show. Thank you so much for hanging out, everybody. We love doing this with you every week. And uh, yeah, we just had a blast. Enjoy the weekend. As always, we do have to give a special thank you to uh, all of our patrons at the producer tier and above for helping to make this show happen uh, and helping to make everything we do happen. Because without you, it wouldn't be happening. So thank you so, so much. Uh, but as always... We have to give an extra special thank you to all of our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those fine, amazing, incredible, wonderful folks include Brandon Bovia, Cutie Caitlin, Fangs, Dan and Twistle, Z Patty, Just Brian, Sky Blue Flames, Eastman23, Adam O'Sullivan, Richard Herrera, Sonic X Ethan Meyer, Logan Daniel, Christopher Bakke, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Critter XD. Kitty Kong Facts, Angel Martinez, Vedron Hotik, Joshua Hunter, Benny Yao, Azran127, Black King, Pagrima, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Top Dog23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shomix, Andrew Medeiros, Brady Power, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Killamox, Eddie B, Kit Fisto, Kenneth Lee Stingle, Jessica Toad, Deaneth, Sci-Fi Lullabies, Michael McCaw, Nope, it is just Nope, <laughs> I love that, <laughs> Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Too Much Spaghetti, Ascaron 809, Ryaner, Nathan Steele, Raiden Clouds, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Super Gamer Dude 101, Grantles, Ravelox, Synchrolord, Rosa Pardo Bowling, Tasty's Mom, Hello. Kane Woolley, Skull Kid Tiger, Darksteel01, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Cystic Warrior29, DJ Jurassic, Dinner Sonic, Darik, Nova the Artist, Blazestar25, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Screamo Shaman, Mason Riley, Keel, Willow Pingree, Moon Knight, Brendan Hesse, Hustlebun, Noah Fitterer, Calvin Atkinson, Ryan's Fault, Brainchild, Pat Pending, Jim Wakelin, Lauren Bond, Sridhar Ayala, Andy Mine P, Ad, Kyle the Monarch, Alpha Lion, Lord Metarex, Kyle Gamer, and Barry Rookie, Jay Brox, Revolver Axolot, <laughs> and finally, last but certainly not least, Blaze Collard. Thank you all so much for your incredible support of everything we do here. And once again, if you want to find out more about how you can get on that list, Head on over to patreon.com slash gvgaming. Check out all the tiers we offer there. But if you can't do that, if you just subscribe, like right here on YouTube, like the video, subscribe to us, 
that would mean everything because we are growing. Every little bit helps, and we are so close to 100,000 subs right here on YouTube. Once again, everybody, thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Good night and good vibes. Bye. Bye. Play Pokemon Puzzle League. I will fight you. <laughs> I'll take you on. <laughs>